what the fuck is up shaggers yes i am fuck <laughs> i really need to be oh shit shit okay wait i'll be back okay let's try that again what the fuck is up shaggers yes i am back for another fun episode of shit about shagging the podcast where i the sweet crazy vulgar good looking on a sunday speaks about herself in third person for her podcast intro zizi siolo talks about things relating to love sex and relationships thank you for letting me whisper sweet nothings into your ears i know nothing feels better and if you ask me nicely then maybe i'll tease you a little and nibble on your earlobes i am so sorry for that blunder in the beginning i thought I was ready but clearly my bladder was like let's go cuz I'm nervous about this episode. Um where was oh yes. <laughs> I'm so I'm nervous about today's episode truly. It's it's one of the most vulnerable for me in a sense but not in the way that you think it would be but anyway. I used to think that having your ears nibbled on was so strange until it was done to me. Let me just say I was turned into a true believer. I am singing and worshiping the ear nibbles. So moral of the story kids, don't knock anything until you've tried it. Maybe, just maybe, you'll end up enjoying it. This week's shaggy shenanigans will be my very first success story. It's not like the ones in the past I've told you, but I feel like you guys will be happy for me. If you're not at all happy that I have a successful shaggish shenanigan story to share, then know this. You are exactly the kind of mean and honest little fucker that this show was made for. But for now, suck it up and listen to my win. Lord knows there aren't going to be too many victories in my life. Hard lockdown is and has been over for some time now and you're still swiping on dating apps. Please child, it's 2022. I know this is rich coming from the swiping queen herself, but let me tell you kids, my eyes have been opened up to a whole new world. Speed dating. Yes, speed dating in South Africa exists and I tried it out. I know you're imagining two complete strangers sitting across the table then switching to a next ya ya ya. Let me paint the perfect picture for you. So, there's this incredible company called Cloud Events and they are super passionate about connecting people. So, what they do is host different events for people who are looking to make new friends or possibly find their next love. They're currently hosting events in vibey bars and restaurants around Johannesburg, Pretoria and Cape Town, South Africa. I found out about them on Instagram at Cloud Events SA and from there you can register for any of their available events. They have the coolest things. They have same-sex only events. A Cape Townian food and people meeting experience called the Must Love X series, an all ages singles night every Thursday called This Thursday, like the his and the 
Thursday. I, I thought that was pretty cool. That event is a less structured mixture curated by the Cloud Events team. And of course, the main dish, the speed dating event. Obviously, my interest was piqued when I saw that they had a speed dating event coming up. So I registered on their website and I was pleasantly surprised to find that the process was easy and chilled, but also that the registration involved questions I didn't even know I wanted to be asked, like the age group that I'm interested in dating, as well as which contact details I'm comfortable giving to potential matches. Honestly, Nick from Cloud9 Events and his team run this beautiful tight ship of a production because come speed dating night everything runs smoothly professionally without putting any participants on edge you get welcome drinks snacks and even freaking talking points in case things get awkward honestly shaggers if you are single lonely (laughs) hungry or just looking to broaden your friendship circle I highly recommend checking out www.cloudevents.co.za and registering for an event to experience this for yourself. Oath, you will not regret it. My experience was way better than I would have ever hoped it would be. So I got all dolled up right, making sure I give off like, you know, a cute first impression and all. You know me, gotta come looking like a total knockout as always. (laughs) I went with a few friends who were there to support me, as well as my sister who also participated in the speed dating. When we got to the venue, uh, the participants were asked to pick up their name tags, complimentary drink tokens, and a booklet which had talking points on the front and a list of all the people you'd be dating on the inside. My nerves kicked in as soon as I got my stuff. Honestly, I throughout the day, I was like, yeah, I know what I'm going to like do and say, how I'm going to start off every chat, yada, yada, yada. As soon as I got my stuff, I was like, oh, child, what have you gotten yourself into? But I had a game plan. So I decided to suss out the crowd whilst waiting for things to start. And just by looking around, hmm, I was impressed by some of the talents that was there, as well as the diversity of the crowd that the event attracted. I know we all know we live in a rainbow nation, but you don't always get to fully experience that when you're out. Here, kids, there was a full representation of the rainbow nation from both the men and the women. So eventually we get told to take our seats and the host neck explains how things will work, how you move from one day to the next, and that we would have six minutes with each person. We were also told that after each date, you should mark in your booklet if you match that person, yes or no. So how it works is that if you both tick yes, then you'll get each other's preferred contact um, details the next day. If one person ticks yes and the other says no, then sorry, no information for um, either of you. 
So it's like swiping on dating apps in that sense. And I actually quite like that aspect for like, you know, safety reasons and all of that. Guys, let me tell you, six minutes is a weird amount of time. With some of the guys that I was chatting to, six minutes went by way, way, way too quickly. And I was genuinely upset because, wow, I was enjoying speaking to them and, you know, also looking at them. Unfortunately, with others, six minutes felt like eternity. (laughs) I know this is lame, but I actually ended up playing knots and crosses with two of my dates because there was just like no connection, zero. All in all, I decided that I wanted to uh, take yes to nine of the guys with hopes of three in particular. And the rest were just, you know, for vibes. At the end of it, uh, we could mingle with everyone, go to the bar or continue chatting to a certain date. It was up to us. I left there being thoroughly impressed by the event coordination, as well as like the open-mindedness of the guys I met. The next day, true to their word, got an email with the matches and your homegirl got all nine guys that I picked. Yeah, it felt pretty awesome. And since then, I did have chats with the two guys that I had really hoped to connect with. So happiness all around. You know what? I would probably, no, I would definitely do it again because it was so cool and so much better than lying in bed with a chest full of popcorn swiping left or right for an hour. So again, if you shaggers want to, and you should, try out any of the events, then find out more on at Cloud Events SA on Instagram or www.cloudevents.co.za. And you never know, maybe next time I'll see you at the next soiree. <laughs> so yeah, that was my that was my shaggy shenanigans. I know, like a little happy one for once, which is I, I needed to tell a happy story for this topic. So when I first thought of this topic, I had the Drake and the Weeknd song in my head, Loving the Crew, you know? Because you're loving the crew. I had that in my head. Only to like read the lyrics now and find out that it's about showing appreciation to their friends, producers, and squad. When I say loving the crew, I mean hooking up and or dating within the same friendship group and even same family. This topic, unfortunately, was inspired by my own experiences of loving the crew. I just, sometimes I really regret exposing myself as much as I do on the show, but I also know that how vulnerable and open I am is the main reason for the following and the listenership that I have. So the show must go on. I have loved the crew. I tend to love the crew because the people are just there. I don't have to go out looking for them. They just get introduced to me and then I tilt my head to the left, flash a smile, 
pop my shoulder forward and say, why, hello there. I'm Zizi. <laughs> As I say that, I literally have my head tilted and the whole thing. I don't know. It just works for me. I think I look cute and it's proven to be successful. After I flash my smile and say, why, hello there. I'm Zizi. It's all downhill from there. The first time my antics were pointed out to me was a few years ago by my cousin. I went with her to her best friend's birthday party. Now, I had never met him prior to that party, but ended up giving the birthday boy some birthday sex. Why? Well, because firstly, everyone deserves birthday sex. He was cute. He was funny. As well as the fact that he was a guy that was technically pre-vetted by my cousin. Otherwise, she wouldn't have him in her life. That's always been my logic when it comes to hooking up with your friend's friends. I save the time of vetting them because they're around people I hold to high regard and whose opinions I value and trust. So if the person is good enough for you as a friend, then I, they must be good enough for me. That's... That's my fucked up logic. So, yeah, I did tell my cousin that I hooked up with her best friend because I felt like hiding it would just make things tense when she'd inevitably find out. And luckily she was cool with it. So homeboy and I would just hook up every time she brought him around me. And then oddly enough, never speak outside of those passings, which was which was actually fine. Her being so cool with this one friend, it was like a gateway drug. It opened up the door for me to think that, ah, everyone's fair game. And I took advantage of almost every opportunity I got. Also, guys, my cousin keeps really attractive company. So it it was tough for me to, like, not look that way. Like, ew. That sounded so pathetic. Like, oh, poor me. Can't can't look away from the boys. Yuck. Anyway, so yeah, I enjoyed the company of a number of her mates. I realized later on in life that it's not necessarily about getting some that I tend to love the crew. I just personally enjoy flirting so much. So even if I'm not attracted to the person's friend or whatever... I still like engage and talk to them and flirt with them. Like if a friend of mine says that they're calling um, one of their mates and I can hear their voice and they sound like cute or kind of sexy over the phone or they video call, I grab the phone and sweet talk and find myself in a situationship, an entanglement on a date with them having my number or some shit like that. My thing was that as long as nobody, especially the innocent bystander being the friend that introduced me to whomever, doesn't get hurt, then all's okay and everyone is game. (laughs) I was cool with thinking like that up until um, earlier this year. I kind of, sort of maybe, probably, fuck, most definitely fucked up. I fucked up bad. 
and I loved the crew in a possibly damaging way. Crew being family members this time, not just friends. I can't... (laughs) I can't even pussy out and try to blame liquor for this blunder because I was fully compassmentous when I did what I did. So what happened was that I, oh, come on, Zizi just said, okay, (laughs) I slept with my friend's cousin, which is cool. That's fine. Then a few days later, hooked up with his other cousin, same friend different cousin yeah I know it's it's so it's so bad unfortunately for me it's not like the one cousin was from like the mom's side and the other cousin was from the dad dad's side so then like maybe they don't know each other nah nope they were cousins from the same side of the family so they most definitely know one another fuck Fuck, 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 fuckity fuck. Fuck, fuck. And at the time, I was like still talking to both cousins. And I was just like spiraling, just thinking, going dizzy in my head, freaking out. So luckily, I stopped talking to the one cousin and yeah, just left it as that. I truly feel bad about the situation. And I know I would feel so much worse if they found out about one another and it caused some sort of a tiff or a fight or anything like that. Because damn, Jitas, like it is my fucking fault. I'm, I'm to blame. There's no one else. I fucked up badly. So yeah. That was just, I just, yeah, that was the part I was nervous about (laughs) with this whole episode was saying that bit, but I needed to get it out there. So yeah, with today's episode, okay, well, today's topic, I really wanted to know where the listeners' heads were at regarding, you know, loving the crew. So I posted a few poll questions. So firstly, I asked you guys, how do you feel about dating within your friendship circle? And majority agree that it makes things complicated within the squad. I agree with majority here. As much as people say it shouldn't and it wouldn't affect everyone else and, you know, we'll keep our shit separate, friends before anything else, blah, blah, blah. Loving your crew And then having the whatever relationship or situationship or hookup or whatever, having that not turn out rosy can often lead to a drift in the friendship group. And I know firsthand exactly how much that shit sucks. When your two friends give it a go and then break up, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it was fun when everyone was hanging out and hooking up. Awesome great vibes but now we don't talk anymore and I miss the squad and now like if I want to plan like a big hangout with friends it's like do I invite the dumper or the dumpy it's it's tense so just yeah I know there have been these tumblr-esque posts about chances are you'll end up with someone from your inner friendship circle 
yeah, fine, great, that could be the case. But in all honesty, I think loving your own crew is hella risky. Also, if you lose or fumble, you lose a partner as well as a friend. And that shit sucks. It just, it doesn't seem worth it, you know? The second question was, if people had been with more than one person in a friend group, I almost felt like a piece of shit human being because the early on answers were leading to no, it's too much stress. And I was here thinking, oh, damn, I'm the only asshole loving the crew. But luckily, more votes came in saying that, yeah, more people have danced around the friendship group. There's no ways of hitting multiple members of a crew without it being known amongst the crew and more often than not you getting a bad reputation for it if you're cool with that then I don't really see a problem with loving the crew also yeah there are roughly 59 million people in South Africa great but just as an example Joburg is fucking small okay everyone knows everyone and everyone's business and you're bound to hook up with people who run in the same circle. it It's bound to happen and it's so flipping annoying at times. So, yeah. To those who stay away from the crew and hooking up with people in the same friendship group, kudos to you, truly. Like, even if you see like a funnier friend, a hotter friend, a kinder friend, and you're still like, ah, ah, a friend's a friend, you are a trooper. Don't change, sweetheart. You're beautiful the way you are. (laughs) Question three. Would you feel uncomfortable if someone was going through your friends? Me personally, I really hope (laughs) that little weird growling burp I just did didn't come through on the mic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going through a lot, guys. Anyway. Would you feel uncomfortable if someone was going through your friends? I personally wouldn't care a damn. Just don't involve me in your shit. Otherwise, like most of you said, live your best life, bro. Also, with me, fighting it would only lead to something going on behind my back and that would just piss me off even more. So if you want to show my crew love, firstly... Damn straight you do. All my bitches is bad and they deserve to be snatched. But just be upfront with me about your movements. I need to fucking know who you're doing and when. Or else I will 100% stick my foot in my damn mouth and out your shenanigans to the wrong person. I'm a dumbass like that. It's it's never intentional. I support you, do your thing, shine when a baby girl, but I just know how I operate and it's very likely that I will slip out that you are porking friend A whilst you're hitting on friend B and I'm sorry for that. So just let me know, let me know who's who in the zoo, what you're doing, where your actions are, where your head is at, so I know what to say, what not to say, all of that. Simple. The last question was, if 
hooking up with more than one family member is messed up or all right? Okay, I won't lie. This question was posed to make myself feel better about what I did. I, it truly was. And you, shaggers, you naughty little sneaky sexed up. Oh, you shaggers showed up and you did the trick. Just over 66% of the votes were in favor of loving the family. Y'all said that was okay. And I love you guys for that. I truly just needed the confirmation that I'm not a cunt. But best believe, I will never, never be doing that again. Loving the crew? Yes. Loving the family? No, 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 no. I do not recommend it at all. It is so stressful, kids. It just, it weighs on you. If you respect the family, your mate, and just your own peace, you will not love the family. Just don't. But huge fuck up aside, do I think loving the crew is bad? I still stand by it, hey? And that's my just true, honest, probably toxic opinion. So yeah, <laughs> honestly guys, I do feel kind of dirty after this episode. I know, this one out of all of them, it's, it's weird because I've spoken about coming, my exes, masturbation, and first experiences. Yet, this is the episode that makes me, you know. Oh, oh, you child. You haven't heard all the episodes that I just listed? Well, don't worry. I suggest you check them out because even if I do say so myself, they are bloody brilliant episodes. And when you're done listening to them, you can hit that follow or subscribe little icon on your listening app to listen and to follow this podcast. And afterwards, please also leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple or Google Podcasts. It makes me a happy chappy. And a happy ZZ is a ZZ that comes back with more episodes. And deep down, we both know that's what you guys want. So <laughs> thank you so much. For listening to my first victorious shagger shenanigans followed by my shameful admission of family loving if you guys want to participate in the next questionnaire or poll or just you know check shit out then follow myself and the podcast on instagram at zizisiolo thus me and at sas podcast underscore I am going to get going like a hoe and catch you next week. Love you long time, shaggers. Bye.